Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the sleep routine that helps me get the deepest sleep. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So, one of the most common requests I get is uh, sleep content, sleep tips, sleep meditations, and I've talked about various ways to deepen sleep on this podcast, so you're always welcome to go back to some of those episodes. In this episode, I thought it might be interesting for me to share my own sleep routine. Now, as much as I would love to be able to say that I have a consistent, diligent, you know, checklist of things to do to get my deep sleep that I follow every day. Uh, I would be lying if that were the case. As with most of my positive routines, they tend to ebb and flow, including my meditation practice takes different forms, variations over time. So I will share the key things that I find when I'm doing these most consistently, my sleep does deepen, and that's both uh, anecdotally through I wake up in the morning and I feel like I'm more refreshed, and also I use the Aura Ring, O-U-R-A, as a way to track uh, deep sleep, light sleep, and REM sleep as well as how fast I fall asleep, my heart rate during my sleep, and my heart rate variability. So I am also using measurements to quantify the sleep in relationship to certain things I'm doing. So I'll share the things that uh, I do pretty diligently and the stuff that uh, is more uh, hit or miss. So one of the, the first things that I'm pretty consistent with is trying not to eat several hours before bed. Um, preferably three hours. If, if I can not eat before three hours, what it does is it, uh, my digestion isn't working uh, as hard and thus my heart rate isn't as high. And when you're looking to deepen deep sleep, which is, according to the recent research, the most important sleep for restoration, you really want to get your heart rate as low as possible, as quickly as possible in the night. And if you have a big meal right before bed, your system is going to be working to digest that and your heart rate will be higher. I see this, it's it's so predictable at this point. Um, the closer I eat to bed, the higher my heart rate is earlier in the night and the longer it takes to go down and then the less deep sleep I get. If I don't eat Three hours before bed, heart rate drops much more quickly, deep sleep increases. So this one is is one I've seen data on uh, a lot for myself. I've heard it from other people, um, and it's really a, a habit. If I'm not traveling, if I'm not with other people and following their routines, uh, that I will really try to hold for myself. The next one is one that goes in and out, uh, and this is a cold shower before bed. 
There are a lot of people in the biohacking space that talk about the importance of a cold shower before bed. It's another way that you can lower your heart rate and cold showers are also great for reducing inflammation. Um, I go in and out of this one just based on kind of what I'm doing in the evening and how much I'm uh, interested in taking a cold shower that day. And again, travel schedule routine uh, also impacts this. But I have noticed when I do take a cold shower, uh, about two hours before bed, deep sleep increases, heart rate lowers, and uh, I, I find I'm more restful going into sleep. So that's one that you could play with. The other one that I'm more diligent with, similar to the, the not eating before bed, is uh, reducing blue light as much as possible. So blue light is that light that will come off your computer screen, your smartphone screen, the little lights on you know, random devices around the bedroom. All of that is considered blue light. And uh, as far as my understanding of it takes me, it does stimulate a more wakeful state. And all of the sleep people say block out blue light as much as possible in the hours leading up to sleep. Now, there are glasses you can get and you can wear them leading up to sleep. Uh, my friend created one called the Swannies uh, that are very popular, S-W-A-N-N-Y-S that you could look up. Uh, I don't use these blue light glassing uh, glasses yet. It is something I'm interested in. Right now, I just have a general sensitivity to my screens. So uh, if I'm working on my computer into the evening, I well, I always have a, a setting for it to shift out of blue light. And the software I use for that is Flux, F-L-U-X. And on my iPhone, I have the setting that turns it into nighttime mode. If there are blue lights around the bedroom, for instance, I have a fan that has a blue light, I'll try to put black electrical tape over it or put a piece of cardboard in front of it. Um, and and it is kind of ridiculous, though, but if I'm walking past something and I see blue, I quickly shield my eyes because I am very sensitive to um, how much it, it can create a more wakeful state. So that is something that I'm uh, very sensitive to. Uh, and keeping as a consistent habit for me, reducing blue light in the hours leading up to sleep. And this is uh, at at the very least uh, an hour before bed, preferably two, three, or, or four hours. And again, you could create these settings on your computer and your phone to happen automatically. The next one that I go in and out of, depending on how much work I have, um, is relaxing one hour before bed. And so what can relaxing look like? For me, I have this uh, posture training tower. It's called Enigoscu Tower that I started doing about four or five years ago. It's just a way to help realign the body, uh, but it involves laying down with my leg up in this tower with six levels and slowly progressing down five minutes on each level for each leg. And that's about an hour long. Um, it's pretty time consuming, but when you combine it with meditation or listening to a book, it uh, is a great way to relax, settle down, and also take care of your body. Now, I'm not suggesting that tower, but that is one thing um, that I'll do in that hour before bed 
as a way to wind myself down, lower my resting heart rate. And I notice a significant impact on um, on my sleep when I do that, on the lowering of my heart rate, increasing heart rate variability, um, and increasing deep sleep. So uh, if I'm not going in the tower, what I will try to do is uh, just not work for an hour, even laying on the ground and doing some deep breathing, placing one hand on my belly, one hand on my heart, and breathing deeply for as long as I can. Sometimes it's only five minutes. Sometimes I have a longer period of time, and I turn it into a meditation. Uh, That always has a big impact on my sleep. And again, I'd love to say, like, you know, I'm Mr. Consistency, Corey, very diligent, always take care of my meditation, relaxation before bed. The truth is it's it just doesn't always work like that. There are sometimes I, I have deadlines, I have uh, things I need to do, things I'm working on, and I don't even have kids right now. So, you know, for those of you that have kids, the idea of an hour of relaxation time, you know, you probably already turned this podcast off. You're not even listening anymore. Uh, so I get it. And don't worry, my time will come eventually. Um But uh, as much as you can, even if it's like three or five minutes before bed, taking time to make that transition from the day into sleep, giving your, your mind and the body the cue that, okay, this is time to wind down. And, uh, in addition to that, or right before you fall asleep or as you're falling asleep, The breathing pattern that I have found to be very effective for me in deepening sleep and lowering my heart rate as fast as possible is the 478 breath created by Dr. Andrew Weil. I've talked about this on the podcast before, so it might be redundant for some of you. But again, the way that works is you breathe in for four seconds, hold for seven, exhale for eight seconds. If I was working all the way up to bed and I'm really tired and I just I just want to fall asleep but I still feel some buzzing in my system I'll do about five to ten four seven eight breaths and uh, that is usually a foolproof way to at least lower my heart rate a little bit and help me fall to fall asleep a little bit more quickly and more deeply in addition to those routine things Uh, What I have been playing with in the last few months is wearing an eye mask to sleep. Where I am right now in Palo Alto, there are some lights outside that are hard to control without uh, black curtains. So the eye mask adds another layer of darkness. And then earplugs. There are also some random sounds outside. And... uh, I'm not someone that is that sensitive to sounds or even light while I'm sleeping. And some of this started in college. I lived in a party room when I was in a fraternity my sophomore year and part of my junior year. And uh, part of living in that room meant people were going to uh, often be hanging out in the common area. Uh, sometimes late into the night. And so I developed this ability to just fall asleep while people were very loud in the background. Um, And so I still have some of that, but as I've aged, I'm a little bit more sensitive. And in the spirit of trying to optimize sleep lately, I've been playing with those variables of how much light my eyes are taking in and how much sound. 
And I have found uh, that the the eye mask, which I always thought was a pretty weird thing, uh, but I've tried it. The eye mask works works really well, and the earplugs work really well for not disrupting my sleep throughout the night. I've had the most amount of nights I've ever had in my life of uninterrupted sleep since wearing the eye mask and since using the earplugs. For some people, earplugs don't work well. You might use a a noise machine. For other people, noise machine can be unsettling. So all of these things, you get to use your own discernment around and, and try them out. But the eye mask I use is called the Sleep Master Eye Mask. It's uh, very comfortable on the eyeballs. So let's just do a a quick recap on that. Uh, Not eating several hours before bed. Optional cold shower. Reducing blue light as much as possible at least one hour before bed. Preferably two, three, or four hours. And that can be done through the computer and the iPhone. At certain apps there relaxing up to one hour before bed but depending on how much time i have it could be less using the four seven eight breath either during during that relaxing period or right before bed and then using the eye mask and the earplugs when i do all of this it's um, pretty good guarantee that my sleep is going to be solid but on any given night there's a good chance that i'm at least doing three hours of no food before bed, blocking out blue light, wearing the eye mask and earplugs, and doing some four, seven, eight breathing. And that is not that time consuming. In fact, no food is not time consuming. No blue light is not time consuming once you get that automated. Four, seven, eight breath you could do while you're in bed, while you would typically be trying to fall asleep. And the eye mask and the earplugs is just a small investment. I'm not necessarily saying these things will work for you, but I do follow a lot of longevity blogs and people that really try to refine this area of their lives, sleep, and some of these suggestions uh, that I offer here are talked about more broadly uh, from other people that take this more seriously. So these are not just simply Corey's things. These are things that are being talked about in this space. So they might be worth trying. At the very least, I hope this gives you something to think about uh, regarding your sleep, how you prioritize your sleep, and what sort of habits and routines you have around your sleep. It's something that I take more seriously over time, especially as the research on the importance of sleep emerges. And if I can create little habits that are not too time-consuming, but have returns on the depth of my sleep, and then subsequently the freshness I feel and the energy I have the next day, to me, that is well worth it. So try some of this out. Let me know how it goes. Thank you for your practice in all of its forms. And until we talk again, have a day and take care. Hey, before you go, if you would like some follow-up resources, including five sleep meditations that you can use before going to bed, and if you're up in the middle of the night, all you need to do is text your email address to this number, 1-631-337-8298. 
Again, put your email address in the little text box and then send it to this number, 1-631-337-8298, and you'll get a whole host of different resources, meditations, uh, recommendations, but also five specific sleep meditations you can use to deepen your sleep. And of course, all of this is for free to help supplement your journey of practicing human. So thanks again. Talk to you soon and take care.